Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout. This is episode number 41. Hard to believe we've been doing it for 41 weeks. That's awesome. And uh, this this is a... This is going to be a fun episode. I'm calling this episode, it's a smash hit, H-I-I-T, high intensity interval training is what we're going to be talking about today. Something I've been dipping my toe into and it's, uh, it's kind of cool and we're going to get into a discussion about that. But first, before we go down that road, let me introduce my co-hosts, the electric duo of that's, I have no idea what my really cool saying was going to be. Mark Cockrell and Don Sullivan. Gentlemen, how is this evening for you? Wonder twin powers activate. Form of an ice cube. <laughs> Shape of a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Who gets to be Zan? Who gets to be Jaina? I'll flip you for it. Mm. All right. Uh, I'm pretty heavy. I don't know if you'd be able to flip me. <sighs> Use a lever. But I'm tish. <laughs> We have uh, canned laughter on the show, right? We really need right. canned laughter. We, do, we have a laugh track. Mark yeah. puts the laugh track in post-production. So, Mark, um, the I don't hear an air conditioner running. I don't hear kids screaming, and and I don't see a Dallas Cowboy hanging behind your head at this moment. No, I haven't put that back up yet. Uh, I, this is uh, not the first show, the second, actually, of Pod Pod 2.0. Uh, we got it finished mostly. Uh, if you're watching on the live stream, you can still you can see I still need to put some paint up. Probably doesn't look too different than the old Pod Pod did. Only the the cross members behind me are bigger than they used to be, um, and I'm hoping I'll be able to minimize it so that you don't notice it so much. But right now, it's a very uh, loud, uh, a very echoey environment. Um, the I hadn't planned. I knew it would be somewhat live, but I hadn't planned on there being such amount uh, an amount of of bounciness to the sound. So I need to put up some uh, some deadening material. But yes, I am now in a new studio. With uh, now people can uh, actually go in and out the garage door without the sound being deafening to me. And uh, I have air conditioning outside, which is a huge blessing because I used to have to run the air conditioner until we started recording and then turn it off and then get hot. Uh, and then turn it back I need on. to go back to one thing you said is the is bouncy a, a acoustic technical term? Sounds real bouncy. I just uh, thought that was yeah, the sound <laughs> bounces. It's bouncy. It's a live environment. It is. It's, yeah, all you need are just some area rugs and hang some tapestries and make it real homey in there. You'll be good to go. <laughs> I do have carpet on the concrete floor, but I'm surrounded by just sheets of wood. And right. uh, while they do a good job of blocking outside sound, they also do a good job of blocking my sound from going out. So it's all bouncing right back at me. It's bouncing. Right back at you, Mark. Right back at you. So, Don, what what a new activity have you added to your schedule to remain active? Hence, it's called an activity. Yes, I am biking to work on occasion sometimes. Awesome. Every once in a while. Uh, I mentioned it on the last show. I rode my bike to work last Thursday and had some technical difficulties with the bike since I hadn't ridden in about 15 years. Uh, <laughs> kind of forgot how that quick release on the seat worked. So about halfway through my ride, um, uh, you know, my seat had kind of been sliding down a little bit. And I would get off and slide it back up and kind of try and tighten it back down and about halfway through the ride, thump, I'm sitting on the frame. Just completely, the post went straight down and took me with it. 
and I was pedaling with my knees to my chest for the rest of the ride. It was not comfortable. So what you were saying is you were uh, you were doing the um, you were doing the clown car equivalent of the of yes, the, uh, except there were not eleven other feels, people there. But yeah, that's good. How far um, is that ride, Don? Uh, I don't I don't know exactly because I'm kind of having to meander through a neighborhood to get to another neighborhood to get there because I don't want to get out on the main road where there's no uh, where there's a bunch of cars and a school and no sidewalk. So probably somewhere between three and five miles. That's great. That's a really wild guess. It takes me about 30 minutes to get there, I guess. So anyway, I fixed my seat and rode back and the ride back was amazing. And I rode in this morning and learned something you don't learn in a car. I realized there are things that you figure out when you're not in a vehicle that are, are important to life and you just don't realize they're out there. I learned that fog has substance. <laughs> you hit the wipers every now and again in the car and you don't really think about it. When that stuff's hitting you in the face, it's a lot different. And awesome. it's kind of cold. Yeah. Fog is moist. It's like a moist towelette from God. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Well, My I just thought was I, like a moist I, towelette from recently, God. Thank you. I just well, recently, that could be the name of the show. I just recently started using RunKeeper again. We've talked about before. It's a great free um, Android app. I'm sure it's for iPhone, but it probably costs like $37 uh, on iPhone. But it's a great free app to track your, your activity. You can put weightlifting in it, all kinds of things. But I use it mostly for running, walking, and hiking. And I used it for biking when I was biking, but I'm still not biking yet because of my knee. And uh, just recently started doing it again. So I, I went in to look at the most recent activity I'd done because it involved climbing up a ditch bankman and going through some waist-high shrubs to try to cut into this neighborhood. It was at night. It was kind of exciting, but I told my wife it was the most fun and stupidest thing I'd done in a long time on a run <laughs> as I'm going down this trail in the middle of the woods at night thinking, I sure hope there's no illicit activity going on back here in the woods that I might catch somebody at, of which they might be upset that I caught them and caused them to want to kill me or something. It made me run faster. But anyway, <laughs> so I pulled it up, and since last January... Did that make you run faster than the zombies? Yes, it did, actually. <laughs> um, last January 2011, what year is this, 2012? Yeah, since so January 2011, no, maybe it is 2010. Is that two years? I can't believe it's already been two years. Has it been two years? What year is this? This 2012. is 2012. 2012. Okay. Ever since January. January of 2011, uh, I started using RunKeeper. So since last January, and then there was a, three or four month period in there where I was still walking and running some but I was having the knee injury I didn't really use it almost at all but in that 15 months that I tracked my activity I've done 151 activities clocked 447 miles and then this is the big one guys out there that are wanting to lose some weight and burned according to RunKeeper 71,395 calories uh, from being active That's that means you know if you divide it's 3,500 3, calories per pound that means i've lost two thousand pounds not really <laughs> no but at seventy one thousand three hundred ninety five calories that i would not have burned if i hadn't done those activities i don't know what that would have equated to as uh, you know pounds on my body but uh you know just by being consistently active those numbers just keep piling up so i'm just encouraging you to get someone almost everybody has a smartphone now get there's a dozen apps we've done an entire episode and um Get your app, get yourself an app. Start tracking it. it. It encourages you. It can remind you. You know, if you haven't ex, ex, haven't actually exercised in a while, so it's a great thing. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. In the news, in the news, we had Travis Saunders on a while back talking about being sedentary and what that meant. 
And, you know, that inspired me to do my standing desk, which I'm still doing. Um, and just another article just came out last month, actually this month still, still March, isn't it? Just came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, in Science Daily, I have no idea how reputable this is, but, this is, but they use a, a, a very serious font, and there's not a lot of fancy stuff on the page, so it's got to be fairly serious. Um, <laughs> from March 23rd, this is just a few days ago. Good physical condition is a route to better health, and in order to improve it, exercising several days a week is recommended. Uh, although it's possible to become healthier by exercising, long daily sedentary periods cause a health risk despite physical activity. So um, you can go read this article. We'll put the link in the show notes. There's more research coming to us from our friends in uh, Javlaski Department of Biology in one of those Swedish or Norse countries. Finnish, Finnish. It's a Finnish country is where it is. That's two N's, F-I-N and I-S-H. Um, telling us that just being active is not necessarily enough if you sit on your duff all day long. So, uh, Mark, how's that? Uh, Don, how's that new job going as far as hours on your duff? Um, I'm actually riding in the car quite a bit because we cover 10 counties now. We have facilities oh, have of, in 10 counties. so You have to travel yeah. to other facilities a lot? Quite a bit, yeah. When you get to the other facilities, are you sitting there? Are you up and moving around, going from server closet to server closet, or what are you doing? It depends on what's going on there. So some days I'm on my feet a lot. Today I was on my feet a lot. Uh, some days I'm just kind of sitting. So it just depends. All right. And Mark, how about you? How's the how's the pedaler going? Well, other than this week where my knees and back are shot from assembling a studio, I've been using yeah. it pretty regularly. Awesome. Is you uh, are you still hitting about an hour a day on it? You think averaging? I haven't checked the timer, but I'm probably up a little from that. That's cool. Excellent. All right. Well, a while back, uh, episode twenty three, I think it was, if I remember correctly, and I do remember correctly because I actually looked a moment ago. Um, we did an episode, guys. You may remember it, the top ten reasons people uh, don't eat right or exercise, and I, I pulled a bunch of my coworkers and and got their candid answers. And built a list off of that, and, and uh, we talked about those things. Number one reason on the list was too busy, not enough time. Too busy, not enough time. I remember that. Yeah. So one of the things you can do to uh, kind of defeat that I'm an American, so I'm therefore I'm too busy to do anything except the things that I have to do, is work something into your routine called high-intensity interval training. Uh, it's also called high-intensity intermittent exercise and some people just call it sprint interval training it's been around for a long time but in the not too distant past people have done some research on it and found out all, all kinds of benefits that it has but basically it's this you do a warm-up you do several sets of high intensity exercise interspersed with medium or lower intensity exercise and then you do a cool down so you for example if you're if you're going to do it walking or running you might walk for five minutes Run real fast, walk a little bit, run real fast, walk a little bit, run real fast, walk a little bit, do five or six or eight or ten of those, depending on which type of uh, hit, I'm just going to call it hit to make it easier, high-intensity interval training hit you're doing, and then you do a cool-down period at the end. The The advantages of this, um, we'll get into a little bit later, but you know what, I'm, I'm taking that back. We're going to jump right into the advantages of it. Why would you want to do this? Because if you don't care why you'd want to do this, you, you're not going to want to hear about how to do it. So let's just jump. Let's go out of order. We're going to do asynchronous show notes as well. Um, that's not that's not right. It's not asynchronous. They're non-linear show notes. Studies and lots of studies, lots of studies have shown, guys, uh, that 
this type of training where you spike your heart rate and then you let it recover and you spike your heart rate and you let it recover actually has significant cardiovascular benefits even beyond uh, endurance training, you know, running a marathon, that type of thing, you know, running for at a steady pace for X number of minutes. They've done this with regular type Joes. They've done this with high, uh, high performance athletes and they've actually seen these high performance athletes gain benefits even though they were at already really high levels of uh, fitness. So um, that's, that's one of the benefits. Also, depending on your level of endurance exercise and the type that you do, you can start to burn some muscle. Uh, so you got to be careful about doing that. You don't want to go into muscle burning mode. You want to be fat burning mode. And they've shown, the studies have shown that this HIT uh, training, high intensity interval training, I don't want to be redundant with my, with my pin number or my ATM machine, uh, that, that HIT will help you preserve muscle and burn fat. Um, and then they also show that studies have shown that you actually continue to burn fat longer after a hit workout um, at a higher level. It actually is just better overall about burning fat. And there's there's scientific reasons why. Um, because what happens is you exhaust, I think it's your glycogen stores in your muscles. You, you, you basically take your muscles to exhaustion and your body has no, 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 no option but to begin to burn fat. Uh, there's no more, there's not, not there's no more blood sugar. You'd be dead if there's no more blood sugar, but there's no more stores in your muscles that for it to pull from. You really get into it, an aerobic or anaerobic, whatever one it is. Mark probably tell me into some kind of state that has the word aerobic in it and, uh, and really starts burning fat. That would be of the anaerobic. Type. Aerobic yeah, is oxygenating oxygen. throughout. Right. So you, you really get into an anaerobic state and start burning fat off, um, to, to supply that energy. And then lastly, another reason you'd want to do it, and this is a, what I segued into from the beginning is it takes less time. For example, my typical walk run, my Ruwalk that I do on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays, I usually go from about 35, 30, 35 minutes to about an hour, depending on whether I'm walking or running and how far I'm going and those kind of things. I did hit today, guys. I left work a few minutes early because I worked till 7.30 last night, so I didn't get to work out last night, so I squeezed in a workout on a non-regular workout day because I didn't want to miss it. My total workout time from the time I got on the elliptical machine till the time I stepped off was 14 minutes. One Not bad. four. And uh, I'll tell you, I feel like I did my 45-minute run. <laughs> and we'll talk about exactly what I did in just a minute. But it, you can do do more in less time. And, you know, that's the, uh, the old the snake oil seller's, you know, stick that you can do more in less time. And you always see the, the commercials, you know, in 15 minutes, you can be ripped and you can have abs of steel and buns of chromium and glutes of marble and a skull well, of adamantium. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? If you're shooting for the moon and a shield of vibranium, uh, it's, uh, but teeth it is of unobtainium. <laughs> no, we have to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not unobtainium. <laughs> uh, uh, dances with aliens. Um, the, uh, but the truth is that because of the way you're doing it, you're expending about the same amount of effort. You're just compressing it. It's, I'm sure you've all seen the, the, the uh, maybe you haven't, maybe you don't stay up at three in the morning. I mean, I'm sure many of you have seen the insanity workout and the P90X workout, but the insanity is a big thing about this interval training and they do maximal interval where they stay real high and then they go down a little bit and then real high, but it's the same idea. So, and just make sure we clarify for all everybody who's seen those infomercials, you will not look like Tony Horton if you do P90X if you eat like Aaron Butler did two years ago. <laughs> you can't outwork 
a horrible, you can't outwork 12,000 calories a day. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could if you lifted weights like seven hours a day maybe, but average person is not going to happen. Don, Mark, say something while I take a drink. Something while I take a drink. Well, that was uh, what? Uh, um, Gretchen? Gretchen, that's right. Agans. I, I, I couldn't come up with the first name. That was her favorite thing to say is you can't out-train a bad diet. You know, there, yep. are, there are no amount of sit, sit-ups that you can do that'll, that'll make up for the Big Mac. Yeah, it, it, and it's true. It, it takes a lot more effort to burn off that 500 calories from the order of french fries than to not eat that order of french fries. And I know because I had a brownie tonight for dinner. And I thought, there goes my interval training. <laughs> for dinner or after dinner? After dinner, after okay. dinner, as, as the dessert. Yeah, uh, in an attempt to support one of my coworkers, I bought $48 worth of cookies and brownies to support her kids. <laughs> of course, they're really expensive. That was only three brownies. That's what I like I re- about uh, the wow. uh, uh, Girl really. Scouts now. They give you the option to send the cookies to the troops so you can support oh. them but not actually have to That's eat gr- them. That's a great idea. Brilliant. All right, so hopefully I've piqued your interest. Don, Mark, have I piqued your interest? Are you thinking, you know what? This high-intensity interval training might be something I'm interested in because I've only got 15 minutes a day to give to exercise. Well, cutting your week uh, workout at time in half is certainly appealing. Yeah. And Don, I know you, you know your days are a little longer now, um, you know. But if you could squeeze it in after Maggie goes to bed, but before it gets too late, maybe it's something to look at. So what I've been doing is one of the most popular methods. It's called the Tabata method, and it's based off uh, the studies of this this Japanese guy named Tabata did T A B A T A. You can just Google that, and you have uh, to probably, Google it because otherwise it would be Tabata Bing, and you can't do that. <laughs> That never came to my mind until you said that, and now I'll never be able to think of it any other way. Thank you very much. And by wow. the way, the Toyota logo is the man with the cowboy hat. You'll yes, never it see is. anything other, You'll never see anything else besides that now. Oh, great! You'll now I gotta Google be, that. <laughs> you'll never again be able to see it as three, con, you know, interlinking circles. It's now a man with a cowboy hat. So uh, the bottom method is the one I did, and it it's a warm up and then eight cycles of twenty seconds of ultra intense effort. 10 seconds of medium or, or lower intensity, alternating that eight times, and then uh, a, a five-minute cool-down or 10-minute cool-down at the end. There have been some studies that said an additional, just standard kind of cardio, you know, 10 minutes at a decent pace at the end adds some additional benefits. But what I've been doing is five-minute warm-up, 20, 20, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, eight times, five-minute cool-down. I think I mentioned on the show before that, you know, it's like time travel. That 20 seconds gets longer and longer and the 10 seconds get shorter and shorter and shorter to where it is just seems like that you barely even slow down from the 20 seconds and you're back up to the 10. Yeah, that's proof of Einstein's theory of relativity right there. Exactly, it is. So this uses a very short intensity cycle. You think, well, Aaron, I can do anything for 20 seconds, Aaron. You know, 20 seconds is no big deal. But they... um they want you to do 170% of VO2. I don't really know what VO2 is. I know it's something that you don't want to do 170% of for very long. I think it's uh, oxygen volume. Mark's going to Google it for me while I'm talking because I've forgotten what it is. Basically, it's like you're uh, – The I maximal oxygen consumption uh, given the maximal oxygen uptake of a, of a mass. So you want to be breathing or have your muscles – Breathing, taking in oxygen, one hundred percent, seventy percent of their maximum capacity. Wow. Right. So you're 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 going seventy percent harder than you can really sustain doing. And uh, now, what they say though, since you're doing very short cycles, if you don't go crazy intense with one hundred seventy percent, you don't really get a, a big benefit from it because it's so short. So you can't kind of do it. 
It's not kind of intense interval training. <laughs> Somewhat intense interval training. Sit. No, it's hit. High intensity interval training. You've got to go at it as hard as you can. If you go to the gym, uh, I, I've been doing this on the elliptical because I'm less likely to fall down and hurt myself. Uh, I tried this one time when it was a little snowy outside. <laughs> died <laughs> that's a whole different story uh, i've been doing it on the elliptical because i can i can look at the steps per per minute that i'm doing so or and i can so that helps me know how hard i'm really going and also because i can grab hold of it and not fall down if, if you saw me you would think what is wrong with this guy because i latch hold of those arm handles and uh and i just go as literally as hard as i can to where after two intervals after the second 20 second interval i am <gasps> like that and then and by the end of it, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dying here. I'm, I'm going as hard as I can every interval because I know that if I don't, I won't really get the benefit from it. And it is hard. I'm not telling you people this is an easy 15-minute workout. This is a hard 15-minute workout. I feel like I've expended myself just as hard as if I went into a 35 or 40-minute run. And, but at the end of it, I feel great. I, can, I really feel like I've expended myself. I've done a lot of effort. And, uh, and I, I haven't done it long enough. To be able to say I'm getting just as many benefits as far as um, weight loss and, and, and increased cardiovascular endurance and things like that. But it's definitely something I'm going to continue to do. In fact, it's, it's so intense that they recommend that you not do it more than two or three times a week. You know, you don't want to do high intensity interval training six days a week. You'll hurt yourself. Your body's not made to do that. So uh, this is what I'm trying, the Tabata method, and it seems to be working for me at least. I feel like I I have a pretty good gauge of how much effort I'm putting into to that kind of exercise now, and I feel like I'm really, really putting some effort into it. Yeah, this is reminiscent of of you know the the exercise form I'm most familiar with, and that's heavy weightlifting. You know, when you're when you're doing three sets of ten, whatever you you everything you've got in your you know say your packs to push up uh, on a bench press, and then you you know breathe for a second, and then you start over again. So that basically that's uh, that's body specific body part specific high intensity uh training and you can do this for you can do this with any type of exercise uh you can do it with running you can do it with rowing you can do it with bicycling some are a little easier to do i've seen a guy a video a demonstration video of a guy who did it with free squats uh, i don't remember what the technical term is where he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a weight bar he just has his feet you know a little wider than shoulder width he squats down and puts his hands out in front of him you know down to thigh parallel to the ground as many times as he can in 20 seconds so it's up and down, 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 20 seconds. And then he rests for 10 seconds, kind of shakes his legs out. And then up and down, up and down. He does that. And by the end of it, he's like, up and down, up and down. <laughs> and you see him like, oh, oh, grimacing, making faces. And he's just, oh, oh, oh. but boy, I mean, it's, it's a workout. It really I, I is. think I would be falling over if I tried that. Yeah. Well, you know, I was, joking, I was telling about the, the one time I tried it um, running actually on the street. And it was, it was a little snowy. And uh, I took off running. You know, I had my. You can not only can you download RunKeeper, but you can download applications. I think RunKeeper will even do it also. That will do this for you. So I have a little hit application that it goes tweet and tells you to run. And then it goes tweet 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 and tells you to slow down. You know, and you set the intervals and the warm up and all that. I took off about the third set of that. I'm running as hard as I can, and my legs are starting to fail. <laughs> you know, but I'm trying to go. I'm trying to be as honest as I can. If I, my my level of effort, and then I I. My leg's so tired that I can't bring it forward and I stub my toe. And then I end up doing the, you know, the Wally Coyote. Trying to keep my feet under me uh, on the kind of halfway slick street. But it, it was quite comical. Nobody saw me that I know of, but it was, it was pretty funny. So that's, the, that's the, the Tabata method. There's also the one called the Little Method. And this one's a little different because you go intense for 60 seconds. 
and then you do medium intensity for 75 seconds and you do eight to 12 cycles of this. It's not quite, uh, the level of effort's not as much. In fact, they say on this one, your VO2 should only be 75%. So, you know, on a scale of one to 10, you don't want to be going a 10. You want to be more doing like a seven or eight. Um, but you go for longer, which is the reason that you don't have to go quite as hard and you have a longer rest, but you don't rest as much. Uh, like on the Tabata method, you're supposed to really back down for that 10 seconds. On this, this is more like go at an 8 for 60 seconds, go at a 5 for 75 seconds. Tabata is more like go at a 12 on a scale of 1 to 10 for 20 seconds, go at a 2 for 10 seconds. Actually, it would be a uh, 17 on a scale of 1 to 10. I guess technically it would. Don, you're exactly right if we're doing a 1 to 10 yeah. ratio. Indeed. Um, so it would be a 7.5 in the little method. Let's get if we're going to get that, that technical. Um, but... It gives you a little longer workout. Obviously, if you're doing eight cycles of a minute and 15 seconds or 12 cycles of that, that's going to be about 15 minutes of just the interval training part, whereas the Tabata method is only eight minutes of the way I'm doing it of the actual interval training section of the workout. Um, and then the, the other one is just like the basic interval training technique. In this one, you go as hard as you can. You go hard, hard as you can for as long as you can. So basically, this is typically used for runners or like the guy doing this, um, a guy doing like a bench press type thing, Mark, like you were talking about. You go as intense as you can for as long as you can. So if you're a runner, you sprint as long as you can sprint. And when you can't run anymore, you stop and you walk. And this is a little trickier though because you, what you do is then you walk for twice as long as you could sprint. So if you can do a full out sprint for 30 seconds, I mean full out sprint for 30 seconds, then you walk for two walk for a minute. Next time you do it, you may only be able to do 25 seconds. Then you walk for 50 seconds like that. You do that again about eight times. Um, the biggest thing on this one, though, since there's no set time, you're really on your honor figuring out, am I going as hard as I can? Have I gone as long as I can? You know, I know me, I'd be like, no, really, I've, I've gone as hard as I can. I'm going to go ahead and stop, <laughs> even though I probably could keep going a little bit more. So uh, that's why I went to the Tabata method because it was, A, it was the shortest. I wanted to see if I could get that much benefit from a short short workout, and B, it's a very specific time frame, very specific guidelines. Mark, were you going to say something? No, I was just listening. Okay, I thought you were, I thought you were uh, preparing to speak. I, I misjudged. It's because you're very tiny on my screen because the way I, I'm trying to look at the chat room even <laughs> though nobody's talking. We do have three, three listeners. If you're watching the live stream right now, uh, which we don't, you know, we don't, we don't pump up the live stream on this show. We, we go usually on the, the release. Jump in the chat room. Type a question. Tell us if you've tried HIT before, what your experience has been, and uh, join the conversation here in this last few minutes while we're talking about this. You could be almost like another member of the show. Mark, I hope you have the video on me because I'm doing this on purpose. Yes, yes. I'm it's totally pointing to this other chair that's sitting next to me, indicating that you could be just like another <laughs> member on the show. You could be the empty chair. You, know, you could be the empty chair. Now, back to what you were saying, Aaron. I know for me, uh, as in, in years past, definitely, but even now, I still kind of have that tendency of if I've broken a sweat, I was working pretty hard. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. yeah. In, in Georgia in July, walking yeah. to the car is an exercise program. Yeah, I think, Aaron, a lot of people would count your RUWALK as as that interval training, right? You run as, as, as much as you can and then you walk, but you're probably not That's really true. running as much as you can when you do it. So it's, yeah. you just got to be more intentional about it. Right. And you know, that's, it, it, you, I'm glad you mentioned that, Mark, because I'd actually thought about that before that I feel like I benefit as much from the running walking as I do from just straight running and I, maybe even more possibly. Um, the, 
the interval that I do when I do my rewalking is I run as long as it's comfortable. You know, I don't run until I'm gasping for air. I run until I'm pretty fatigued and then I walk. And as soon as I've recovered, as soon as my heart rate comes down a little bit and I quit gasping for air, you know, as I've gotten myself to that point, uh, then, I, then I take off uh, again and go for a run. Plus, some of my, my running is determined by terrain. I try not to run on the sidewalk, so that kind of forces me, the running, walking uh, intervals. And I try not to run down hills because that tends to give me some plantar fasciitis. Guest number 28652 in the chat room did jump in. So they haven't tried it yet, but they started walking at work to get me started exercising again. And that is fantastic. You know, walking at work at lunch is a great thing. Uh, they just started a walking group at our office. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're going for a walk around the neighborhood there, and it's very hilly where I work, so that's they're going to get some exercise. Um, that's great, uh, guest two eight six five two. I'm just going to call you um, two guest two eight six five two. You can put forward slash Nick space N I C K space, and then type your name or some other slogan, slogan if you want to put a, a real fancy name in the in, in the chat room there. But yeah, the uh, the big thing about this high intensity interval training that has attracted me again is you can squeeze it in. So like today, I was able to leave work about 30 minutes early because I worked late last night. I was able to get, go to the weight room or the gym, change clothes, exercise, get out to the car and be gone in less than 30 minutes. So, so, um, so I, I, I'm so bad about getting distracted by the chat room. <laughs> Guest 28652 says, my name is David, but it won't let me use it. He's still, he's still smiling though. Thanks, David. And then UB3RG33K. I know. I'm being, I'm being leet, leet literate on, on joke. Uh, Uber Geek says, slash Nick whatever, but he says, Dave is registered. So there's probably a lot of David. So David, just throw some David Working Walker or something like that. He'd be an, an Indian name. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Just, I'm totally wow. losing it. Um, what was I talking about? See, oh, I'm able to, this is why we don't let you in the chat room, Aaron. I know. Yeah. I'm never going to look at the chat room again. Mark, your job is now to watch the chat room. <laughs> I'm going to pay Mark $7 an hour to monitor the chat room. Uh, I was able to go to the gym, change clothes, exercise, and get to my car and be going down the road in less than 30 minutes. And uh, and that's great. You know, Normally, like I said, my, my normal workout is longer than 30 minutes. So if I'm, if I'm doing the whole changing clothes at work, uh, work and all that, you know, it ends up taking me 45 minutes or whatever just to get a, a a quick little amount of time in and so i'm planning on using this at least once a week maybe twice a week uh because of the fact that also it's low impact because i'm doing it on elliptical so don i'd, I'd like you to uh, guess guess 28652 is now david b in the chat room Woo! yay Congratulations! And thank you for being here tonight that was the show you've earned the seat <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I uh, really do appreciate you listening, David. Um, Don, is that something you might be interested in trying out? I mean, are you willing to, um, the, to, to maybe give it a go in the evening sometime? If you can tell Abby, hey, Abby, I'm going to exercise for 15 minutes. Can she give you 15 minutes after Maggie goes to bed? Maybe. We'll see. Well, if I'm riding my bike and I'm riding at home, um, you know, I could spend 15 of those minutes instead of, you know, I could do 15 minutes of actually keeping track of, of how hard I'm pedaling instead of just the danger with that though, is you got to pick your spot. Cause if you do it early on, you'll be laying on the side of the road, unable to get home. <laughs> yeah. That's why you just make sure you time your cool down long enough to get you home. You know, yeah. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool actually. Cause you don't have to worry about, you know, on the way to work, you don't want to be all stanky when you get there. There's only so much X body gel for men can do to, to make you not smell stanky after you ride your bike to work in Georgia. But on the way home, it wouldn't matter if you were stanky. You know, you could uh, jump on the bike and do some 
get your heart rate up and then rest a little bit and get your heart rate up and rest a little bit. How many A's are actually in that word, Aaron? Stanky. Yes. I, I think At it's, least two. Yeah, I think it's two, but they're both capital, regardless of whether the rest of the word is capital or not. S-T, double capital A, N-K-Y, stanky. Well, you are fond of the double A's, aren't you? I am. Double A-R-O-N. I need to get that copyrighted. The uh, the the big thing is, um, for me, even if I'm going to go for a walk, you know, if, I, if, I, if I've worked, say, for example, on Monday, this is just a little side note, a little tip for those listening out there. Say on Monday I, I ran hard, and on Tuesday I'm just going to walk. Just to kind of stretch my legs, get you know, get out and get some exercise, burn a few calories, enjoy the beautiful weather. I will still usually run a little bit at the beginning. So I'll walk a quarter mile, and then I'll run a quarter mile or so at a pretty brisk pace. And what it'll do is it'll spike my heart rate, and then I'll just walk at a brisk pace, and it'll keep my heart rate up there for a long time. And that's a great way to not do to do low impact, but get a big benefit for your heart and uh, and your and your lungs and and get a lot out of a workout. Not, if I'm going to do a lot of sidewalk work, that's what I'll do. We have a couple of long sidewalks near my house and I'll get out and I'll run down the sidewalk a little ways and then I'll just walk. And uh, that's a great, great thing to do. So if we don't have any more comments from the chat room or from the peanut gallery, I mean, from Mark or Don, we have back with us tonight, uh, Kelly. Kelly came on the show. It's probably been a couple of months ago now. And she had discovered one meal, one workout through an AJC article that uh, I had been mentioned in. And had emailed me, and we started a conversation. And basically, my role in her life is just to try to encourage her to be healthy. And her role in her in my life is to keep me honest, because I I can't be encouraging somebody else if I'm slacking myself. So um, Kelly's had uh, some challenges hit her uh, over the last few weeks. Um, you know, life happens regardless of what's going on as far as what your plans might be, uh, health and fitness wise. And so I said, Hey, Kelly, why don't you just come on the show? And kind of give us an update. Tell us where you're at. Tell us what you've been going through. And then maybe we might have some words of encouragement for you or, or just, you know, nothing else. Give an update to people that remember you from when you were on a couple of months ago. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. And I'm in a better place than when you emailed me a week ago. So uh, I'm, I'm back to my positive self. So that's good. That's helpful. Um, well, but, tell us a little yeah. bit about, if you, if you don't mind, kind of what's been going on. You don't have to go, I mean, obviously, I don't want, you don't have to go into super personal details of whatever level of comfort you feel like dealing with. Um, let everybody know kind of where you're at and what's been going on. Okay, well, um, started off the year, you know, getting back into exercising after one bad week over the holidays, but nothing too bad. And before New Year's Eve, I was eating healthy again. And January 16th, my daughter came down with some crazy, nasty headache virus, we thought, and um, it just got worse and worse, and she ended up in the hospital, and we got out of the hospital, and we're home for a little bit, and she was just as bad and had to go back in the hospital, so we spent from January 16th to February 14th in and out of the hospital, Wow! and needless to say, my um, exercise was completely sidetracked. So you didn't, um, you didn't take the stairs up every time to a room and back down to the, <laughs> the cafeteria every day. And <laughs> I, I, uh, wrote, I got quite familiar with the elevator from her floor to the cafeteria. Um, right. But on a good note, I mean, I was 100% in the hospital focused on healthy eating. I, I, I can honestly say I never had a milkshake or French fries or anything like that. Um, I drank a lot of water and Children's Hospital has a fantastic cafeteria to get healthy food so that well, was not a problem so that's great because you know i i tend 
I, I tend to, um, for me, I tend to indulge myself sometimes on, I'm not necessarily a reward eater. You know, I'm not somebody that rewards myself by eating bad, but I will, I used to graze and, you know, uh, boredom eat a lot, which I don't do that as much, but I still will comfort eat periodically. If I'm yeah. just feeling tired or whatever, I'm, I'll just get something to eat. And so, you know, that situation that you're dealing with, that's what I would have gone, that would have been my go-to time to eat bad. So I, that's exciting that you were able to stay that focused in the midst of all the, the trials and tribulations and continue to, yeah, to be healthy on it your helped to, it, it really did help to at least do that because usually I would have been a stress eater. However, now I, I can't be, you know, say that, wow, it was so perfect. So when we got out of the hospital first time, I resorted to the the comfort. I got ice cream every day for five <laughs> days. I emailed you about that, if you remember. Yeah. It was like, it was like a cigarette. I've got to go have an ice cream. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and um, and the emailed you, and you gave me the good bit of advice that hey, just have it once a week. Shoot for hey, I'll have it on Saturday. And and that did break the the cycle of the ice cream addiction or whatever I was going through. Um, and then back in the hospital, I started eating really healthy and not having the ice cream. Uh-huh. So, um, but, and I feel like I, I know I maintained my weight just by how my clothes were fitting until the very end of the process with her. And one day I put on a pair of jeans and it was really tight and I was just so depressed. I thought, my gosh, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and I've gained weight. But thankfully she is after two months, one month being sick and one month having to ease back into school, you know, an hour and then two hours and now we're now she's back full time and I've been walking every day the last two weeks. So awesome. That that's made me feel a lot better. And um we I started doing the uh the food tracking just to make sure my calories were within a right range. So right. I can say that I got back on track and didn't let this derail me for months like I might have done in the past. Well so, it sounds like done grasshopper that you have learned the ways of one meal one workout. <laughs> There's not much more I can tell you. It sounds like you're doing really good. I mean, that's I'm, I'm that's a fine. really positive I mean, but, report. Yes, I, I am happy, and I mean that's. I was very depressed. I think you emailed me right when I the day I had tried my jeans on before, and I'm like, I'm mad at myself. I haven't walked. I haven't done anything, and so um, I, you know, usually I'm a pretty positive person, and I'm starting to feel that way again. She's she's better, and I can focus on myself a little bit. And I mean, and honestly, that emailing you a few times and you gave me bits of advice and I read the blog and that helped. I just wanted to do something right. So I made it to eat as healthy as possible throughout the process. It's all about the better decisions. Not always, you can't always make the best decision. You can't always be perfect, but just making better decisions helps you further down the road. That's by eating good. That's one, you know, one less hole you had to dig yourself back out of again, you know, that many more pounds you didn't have to lose for a second time, that kind of thing. So yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed that I'm not down ten pounds or anything from the last time we talked. But I mean, I I, I I'm trying to be nice to myself, and you know that I'm I am back on track. And I didn't at this point. I don't. I probably haven't gained. You know how I I don't like the scale. I like to go by how my clothes feel, and everything's right. feeling good. You know the the, the size that I'm in right now. <laughs> Great. Well, it, just to throw this out here, we had a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago named Tess Sobo, and she has a 5K that she's organized in Midtown Atlanta called the Running Nerds 5K. It's encouraging people to walk and run for exercise and recreation on April the 14th. 
So I don't know if you're interested in getting out and stretching your legs. Uh, the, it benefits a local school there as far as the charity. Oh, wow. Um, just another little plug for, for Tess and Running Nerds. And uh, if you go to active.com and just look up Running Nerds space 5K, Running Nerds all ran together, you can find that. And if you want to register, if you listen to this podcast or your name's Kelly and we're just talking to you directly like this and you want to yeah. register for that race, you can get $5 off uh, and if you scroll down. Once you register and say you're part of a running group or a team and there's a one meal and workout in the list and you can register under one meal and workout and get $5 oh, off great. the race. So. Well, and I, my daughter and I, um, at, that might be a great place to start, especially since it's a walk run. We are going to do the Callaway Sprint Triathlon in June. My poor daughter, who is very awesome. active, is completely, you know, has no endurance now. So we thought we would do that together to try to get us both back in shape. So some 5Ks along the way would be very helpful. That'd be great. We get to meet in person if you did that because my wife and I both are planning on being there. So. Oh, okay, good. All right. Well, Kelly, I'm going to let you go. I, I know you, you're, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule because you're, you just uh, uh, squeezed us in and I really appreciate that. And thanks for the update and we'll definitely have you back on again soon. Okay. Well, thank you for all your help. And that was Kelly Duncan giving us kind of an update. I'm, I'm actually very proud of her. I barely know her and I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> because that's uh you know that kind of those kind of stressors are one of the main things and people start their habits break down they make bad choices they make excuses and rationalizations and she uh you know probably didn't exercise as much as she would like to obviously but she stuck to her her healthy eating and did great so and it's so yeah. easy to fall into that cycle of depression bad behavior depression over your bad behavior leads to bad behavior deeper right. depression and uh, she recognized that and made an effort to climb out that's the old, I eat because I feel bad, and I feel bad because I eat type thing, or I eat bad because I feel bad about myself, and I feel bad about myself because I overeat. Yeah, so that's great. All right. For our live streaming audience, we're about to start the beginning of the show. All right. So we're ready to do the healthy recipe tip now. And I'm going to give you not one tip, not two tips, but a veritable myriad, a veritable plethora a whole lot of tips coming to your mailbox every day. The Food Network has a lot of great stuff on it. And one of the things that it has is a newsletter sign up. I know how we all love spam, but it's not spam if you want it. Am I correct, Don, Mark? If it's something you're actually interested in, it's not spam. Hopefully That's what those, the makers right. of Viagra and Cialis tell me through my email. <laughs> yes, you ask for this by yeah. existing. But if you're subscribed to this right. uh to this podcast and it comes to you via email um, or to my website, that's not spam, uh, hopefully. I mean, not that spice pressed ham is not that good, but this is not spam. And Food Network, you can sign up for a lot of different newsletters from them. I'm going to put the link in the show note, take you right to the page to sign up because one of the things you can sign up for is a weekly healthy eating newsletter. And it has recipes and tips about how to cook healthy and how to eat healthy. And so, this will be the gift that keeps on giving. Every week, you'll be getting not only a healthy eating recipe tip from One Meal One Workout, but you'll also be getting one from the Food Network. And I promise not to double dip and go get the one from the Food Network and send it to you and put it on the show so you get it twice. Because then that would be spam, and I wouldn't do that to you. So uh, foodnetwork.com has all kinds of great stuff on there. Um, check it out. But they have a whole tab, a whole section on healthy eating, and you can sign up to receive things about healthy eating each week. All right. Don, Mark, anything else before we wrap it up? Are any of the, do any of those Food Network recipes include spam as an ingredient? I bet there are. That would be <laughs> ironic. Perfect. That would be. All right. 
if uh, if you are interested in finding out about uh, more about the one meal one workout philosophy, we don't talk about that whole thing. What's one meal one workout a lot on the show? We it's called one meal one workout. We mentioned it a little bit, but we don't really go into that every week after week. You can go to one meal one workout.com and you can read about what that really means, what that philosophy is. It's not you work out one time for every meal that you eat. I promise. Uh, it's not that. But it is a, a whole philosophy about approaching your fitness and your food one meal at a time, one workout at a time. And while you're there, you can jump to a podcast over at elementopi.com. And Mark, what might else they find at elementopi? Elementopi.com will have not only a number of fine other podcasts, but more importantly, uh, an opportunity for you to interact with other people in the community, other people going through the same things you have over at our forums. You click the forums button, you click the one meal, one workout button, and you can interact with other people on the same journey you are. So that's what I encourage people to do there. Yeah, uh, Uber Geek in the chat room says, if you don't sign up, Chef Ramsey will castigate you. <laughs> yes, he will. Using a, 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 a lot of choice words, I bet you, while he does it. So uh, without, without further babbling and me being distracted further by the chat room and unable to make a coherent sentence, uh, if you have a question for me or a comment or you just want to berate me for my inability to talk and read in the chat room at the same time, you can email me at double A R O N. That's Aaron at one meal, one workout.com. That's the number one meal, number one workout.com. And I'll be happy to, um, to, uh, read that email on the show or bring that question to the, the group or find the expert to answer that question. Uh, feel free to do that. So for Mark, for Don, for myself, for Kelly, for all the one meal, one workians, workoutians, I'm going to come up with some kind of word for that. For those people out there following that philosophy, uh, I just want to say, remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's recommended that you consult your health care provider.